right, all right, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let me ask you a question. It's a simple question. Were you a tough kid? As a kid, when you, your interactions when you grew up, did you was you able to hold your ground, be able to keep your toys, and, and no one got to bite you or hit you? You pretty much handled your business, and even on occasion, maybe you'd stand in for someone else who was weaker that was being picked on. You'd be like, hey, no, 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 no. You can't do that, right? That's, those are good qualities, I think. And I think that's what we're, we're missing right now. There's this, there was this perpetuation a while back where, where someone decided, and I don't know who it was or why. I know why, but um, they decided that, that there was no room for conflict anywhere in our lives. Right, So you can't beat anybody up. You can't fight anybody. Because if you do, of course, they have laws, and then they take money from you for no apparent reason because no one really got hurt. I mean, it was just a matter of us settling a difference. But they, they set this up in our schools so that the kids are supposed to tell the teachers when things are going wrong. Now, my point in all of this is if you take a look, fast forward since the time that was implemented, are our kids better more equipped, more independently able just to go out in the world and just rock and roll it in any direction they want. I'll give you a minute. Think about it. Are your kids, how, how advanced are your kids? Let's say something happened to you right now and their lives just got turned upside down. Would they have the ability to function and not only to function, but to grow within that new environment? Do they give up? Do they, are they, are they I know my can't you do it for me, man? You know, we protest, as a, as a grandparent, I tend to protest to children, independent children, right? Because that's what you see, right? You see my grandson, he's in his high chair, he's been eating, he's doing his thing. But, you know, it's, he's just done, right? And he has, um, he definitely has the endurance. He will sit there and he'll say, I want out of my chair, right? I want out of my chair, I want out of my chair, right? And that's not behavior that we, we, that we readily accept. But on the other side of that, who's he trying to be? Who's he serving? He's serving him. He said, oh, you know what? Right now, it's about me, man. I got a, I got a motorcycle to ride. I got a toys to play with. I ain't got time done eating. This food ain't that good. Sorry, Mom, not to hurt your feelings, right? If there was anything you can do for yourself and your children is to find, find your position and learn to hold your ground. Teach your children that it's okay to defend themselves. Because it is, let's face it. There are instances out on the playground when the teacher isn't around. And, of course, what's the other view of kids who run to the teacher? I mean, and that's the other ironic part about it. Every one of us, any one of us who have ever been on a playground would say, yeah, I know, I didn't run to the teacher. Screw that. No one wants to be a snitch. Snitches end up in ditches, right? That's what they say in grade school. Right? Which is, in a way, true. Maybe not to that degree, but think about it. The system we set up for our kids right now is go tell Everybody goes and tells. Everybody goes and tells. Who does that serve? Does that serve us? Because it doesn't change the dynamic. If anything, it made it worse. You think, take a look around and the frustration and the anger that goes on, right? You got some guy in your neighborhood, and he's just a bully, and he keeps pushing and pushing on you. And if he finally pushes too far and you kick his ass, it costs you money. When everyone in the neighborhood's going, damn, I'm glad someone put that asshole in his place, right? And, of course, no one died, and but... Contrary to the animal planet, contrary to what our governments seem to support, because we are supporting Israel, right? They're telling us another side of the story. They're telling this complete opposite side. And oh, no, you can't fight. And not only that, but you have to rely on someone else to take care of your battles for you. And we'll get to them when we do. But you just remember, you don't do nothing. Don't do nothing for yourself. 
What do you suppose, what purpose would that kind of message within our educational system and for our kids and for ourselves, what, what do you suppose that message is actually intended to do? Hmm. Wow. I'll give you a minute to think about that one. So a little bit about me. I was a tough kid. I was, I, as a, I think I was like in sixth grade. I had this sheep wool lined vest brown i used to carry nunchucks i had a had a billy jack hat on i had hair that i looked like an inverted mop my hair was curly and long and that's just how i rolled uh played the guitar rebel without a cause right that's how that's how it was and the reason for that was i had to take on a persona that kept me from getting my ass kicked because at 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 well, like I said, fifth grade, I think, fourth, fifth grade, I was, I was walking down Colfax Avenue in Denver, Colorado, and I was, um, I was in a tough school, a tough school. It was kind of the kind of school you go to, and when you go there, because you're the new kid, and of course, my appearance didn't help one bit. I wasn't, certainly wasn't, didn't look like a tough guy. I had freckles, big freckles on my face. I had this reddish hair with the curl in the front, right? And, and no matter what you did with me, I just looked like a dork. That was the bottom line right and and I carried it right so I go to every time I go to the bathroom I'd get in a fight with someone and that was just the way it was and and that was the story of my life from the time I was about oh nine years old until until I actually got even after I got married I was still having to dole out a little bit of street justice on someone here and there for their discretions right that's unfathomable today right that is I mean it's crazy can you imagine can you imagine telling your son well if he keeps picking on you knock the shit out of him can you imagine the gasps in the galley? They'd be like, oh, my God, he, she said, what? She told him, ah, right? The reality we have to face is however we train our children, um, the one thing we can never let them lose sight of is life does involve conflict. Life does involve conflict. And in, in some instances, that conflict will come knocking right on your door, right? I mean, think about it. There are so many ways, there are so many ways to, to, to illustrate this, right? Sometimes, sometimes the indication of whether you're a tough kid or more than that, whether you handle your business now is what do you, how far out are you willing to stick your neck? How scared do you, will you get when you start doing something you've never done? How much endurance do you have to go, you know what, that's scary as shit, but I'm doing it, right? And you hate it, you can't stand it, it's something you hate, but you know where it's taking you and you just grind in and do it? That's the other side of this whole conversation about raising tough kids, about raising tough kids, because the bottom line is this. Life is going to try to run them over. I mean, kind of sort of like it tries to run you over. And the, 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 the tougher they are, the more endurance they have, the longer they can stay in the fight to get over, to get past all that crap. Now, that's the scary part about it, Right? Why do you suppose it's so difficult for us as a society to focus on things that truly benefit us? Why do you, what do you think the connection is there where you're, where you're looking and you're going, man, I'm just doing everything everyone else is doing. I just can't get ahead. What do you suppose that's really about? Well, if you, if you take a second and think about it, it's not designed to ever deliver that to you. That's just what you believe. That's just the idea you're chasing as you proceed. I mean, the reality check we have to have is, all right, you're, you're busting your ass right now. I, there's no doubt about it. I would not even 
a dare to suggest anything different. We, you, we are, eh? every one of us. I am too. I mean, this is not a walk in the park. Producing a podcast off the cuff is not a walk in the park. But sometimes that toughness is required for you to just sit down and be honest with yourself. It's hard to be honest with yourself. To sit down and ask yourself, you know what? Am I am I really getting out of it what I want? Is it really as fucking cool as I keep thinking it is? And the answer is going to be no. But it takes courage. It takes courage to take you from where you are and to face the unknown and to be willing to sacrifice and to add one thing to your life. But it takes something else that we're not creating and we certainly don't have in our lives, and that is energy. That's why you're. That's why you have to be as tough as you do because you're you're working off a of limited fuel, right? Let's face it. You can tell me what you want about that job you have, but you don't come home at night feeling like you do when you've spent a day at the lake fishing, right? It's just not that cool. So you're already running out of fuel. You don't have any fuel in your tank, and of course now we're sitting around going, "God, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I can't get moving." Uh. Want to add some fuel to your tank? Capitalize on that endurance. Capitalize on your misery. It's all about perspective, right? It's all about mindset. When you think about you or your kids and their ability to survive and to overcome and to grow and to to elevate themselves to whatever level they want, the bottom line is it's their ability to stay in the fight. Because let's face it, no matter what they do, no matter what endeavor they chase, it's going to require some work and it's going to require, in some cases, a lot of work over a long period of time. Now you understand why so many 18, 19, 20-year-olds fail when they go to college. Think about it. Do you imagine how tough it is for an 18-year-old to go to college? Do you know? How, can you imagine how much they have to figure out very quickly in order for them to become successful in college? They've got, they've got frat parties and they've got that new freedom and they've got access to the world on a level they've never had before. And there you are, you're like, oh, we're going, he's going to college. All right, that's good, that's good. And in most cases, how does that turn out? How does that turn out? That's an opportunity for colleges to make money for nothing. Because uh, at the point when he gets into his second year and he's only showing up half the time, and when he does show up, he's hungover, he's just not focused, and he realizes, I don't want to be an architect. I want to be a raft guide, right? But he's not going to give up the party. You're going to have to figure that one out on your own. One of the fallacies we have is that at 18 years old, our kids are ready to go conquer the world. No, they're not. Most of them aren't. Otherwise, our success rate in college and most any other endeavor that kids embark on would be would 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 achieve the goal. They would actually get there, and they would be saying, "Yeah," and, and they would see the benefit of that. And the reason we don't have that success rate, why do you suppose it is a lot of kids fail? Think about it. Why do you suppose it is some kids are able just to push through it, to to go hard, to say, screw it, I'm going to get this done, and some kids don't? Some kids are tough. And what I mean by tough, some kids have the ability to see the world for what it is and then to find ways around it to push past the obstacles that allow them to get what they want. And along with that, the real big key element of that whole thing is kids who are able to 
get ahead and continue to grow even as adults. They, they do that because they have vision. They have purpose. There is never a time in their life when they're just sitting still doing nothing and everything they do has purpose and everything they do adds fuel to their, to their life in one way or the other. That's the, that's the recipe for greatness. And the cool part about it is I'm not talking about greatness among the world. I'm talking about greatness within yourself. You know, you know, come on, you know how cool it is when you, you, you pick something and you're just driving it and, with, and, and it's connected to who you are. You don't just arbitrarily make a decision. You research it and you realize, you know what, I'm really into this shit. And then you just dive headlong into it and it becomes your fire. You do realize you can use that energy that it produces for all other parts of your life. It isn't restricted just to that. When you spend a day doing whatever it is you're fired up to do, you're excited about, when you show up at work on Monday, guess what you're going to talk about? You're going to talk about that thing you did on Saturday and Sunday and how cool it is and how much better it's going to be and how you can't wait. And you get to work and you're so busy thinking about where you're going, you don't have time to think about where you are. But getting there, getting there takes endurance. Getting there takes the courage and the strength just to push through it. When, when in my case, when the world is saying, oh, you, you know, he don't know shit. He don't know. I don't even know why he keeps doing this crap. It doesn't apply. And I, I keep thinking, well, I don't know. See, if, if, let me apply this. I'm going to go ahead and throw this in the direction of my older fat friends, right? Talk about tough kids. I talk about being a badass, right? I talk about me being Mr. Jiu-Jitsu and I've got karate and I can still kick the bag. Do sp- I can still do a spinning crescent kick and it slaps. It hits that bag. Bam, right? And, and part of the reason that I'm there is because I never stopped viewing myself as a badass. I just never did. I just said, well, you know what? I, I can keep doing this and, and it feels pretty good and it's all, also pretty cool. Kind of exhilarating to just get better and better and better and better, right? Why did you stop? Why did you just stop? You you got to, I mean, I got friends and they're my age and they look older than me and they're out of shape, significantly so, and they're not doing anything. They're just hanging out, quit, quit working, quit, quit driving, quit pushing for a better life. And my only assumption is it's because they don't have any endurance there isn't lot, there's nothing left in them. They don't have anything to dream about. They've accepted their demise. They realize, you know what, I'm, I'm fat and I'm tired and I drink too much. And, you know, I fuck with it. This is how everybody else is doing it. So I guess it's okay. No, it's not. There's nothing worse than wasting your life away because you just can't seem to find a good enough reason to do shit. I mean, how, how many things are you not doing? Have you never done? And, of course, in that case... What you're fighting against is you're fighting against fear and, and acceptance, right? It's hard for a guy who's 50, 60 pounds overweight, looks like a polar bear, to, uh, to actually accept that they should probably change something if they want to live a long time. And this is where all of the things that, that we want to do come down to. It comes down to this one thing. In that case, that person who is obese, who has been living a tough, hard life on his body, cannot imagine that the result is going to be a heart attack and he's not going to see 70 or that it's likely he's not going to see 70 and his, he's going to continue to add prescriptions to his life as his life continues to diminish. 
It takes endurance for us to face ourselves. We can go out in the world, we can talk all kinds of shit. But it ta- it's really hard for us to actually face ourselves and say, you know what, Chris, I th- you're an asshole, and what you're doing isn't right. But sometimes we have to do that. Sometimes you have to look at yourself and say, did I really say that to my sister? Did I really tell that? Did I really do? Ah, shame on me, right? And the reason that happens isn't because we can't be, we don't have to be bullies, but we we can gauge it out based on, well, like what feels good. Am I getting through to you? I hope so. I hope so. So let's say that you've, you're inclined to believe anything I'm saying. What do we do? What do we do with this? Well, what you do with it is you just start defining pathways to a better existence. And the reason that's important is because, and they don't have to, I mean, they have to have some meaning to them. You just can't randomly pick some dumbass goal and then expect to find the energy to go after it. It has to have some intrinsic value to it. It has to have something that's that's nested in who you are and, and what you want to experience in life, right? But all you have to do is pick one thing. Here, I'll, I'll give you a minute. Here, let's go ahead and just take a minute. Think of one thing you want to do. All right, you got that image in your head. Now, just keep that image in your head. Keep thinking about it. Keep Learn some stuff about it. You do have a supercomputer in your pocket. It's called your phone, in case you didn't know that. And before you know it, guess what's going to happen? If you do it enough and you succeed, and that's the key, right? You want to... You want to succeed because once you taste victory, that's what you're going to want to taste every time. And the way you're going to do that is instead of just rushing in and doing what everybody else is doing, you stop and say, wait a minute, let's think about this. Think about it. How will buying a brand new friggin' truck for $70,000 improve my life to that level? How, is this going to be better than, than rafting? Is this going to be better than taking that five-week vacation to Yellowstone? Is this going to be better than uh, fill in the blank? My God, fill in the blank. And the reason we can't do it is because we don't have the endurance to stay connected to it. And the good news, if, you don't, if you're not accomplishing, if you're not climbing and clawing to get up the wall, right? You're just clawing and climbing to get up the wall. It isn't because you don't have the potential or you have the ability, it's because you're just not paying attention to it and you're not developing that attitude. Remember, now listen closely, remember, everything you will ever do in your life begins with a thought. We become what we think. Those angry people that run around ranting and raving about this and that, you know why they act that way? It isn't because that's who they were it's because that's who they have become they they become that way and how do you become that way well think about it when's the last time you hung out in a place where everybody was all negative pretty soon you're like yeah this place freaking sucks you come in there you're like the pied piper at first and all of a sudden you're walking out going you know what you guys suck i'm going home right it's just i'm done huh? and then you spend all your time surfing the internet i i'm not judging that i mean obviously you have the endurance for it because there are some things we do have endurance for. It's built into them. Think about it. How difficult is it for you to click that phone open, open TikTok, and just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll? I know what's funny about that is that it takes endurance to resist that. You kind of got to be tough to say, you know what? I don't, I'm not really going to put shit out there on Facebook that's just, just like all the other shit everyone puts out there. I mean, I don't know what the deal is, and I'm not sure exactly how you feel about your food. 
And I and I and the reason I say this because I used to do that, and then I'm sitting back as I reflect on all of the choices I've made, and I go, "Why did I do that? What's what was the point?" I mean, and let's just establish the baseline here. I'm not. I'm one of millions of people who produce a quality plate of food, right? And everyone is looking at their quality of food, and they're thinking, "Man, that food was good." And the best I can do is show a picture of my food, which is equal to millions of other people's food. And I'm saying, "Woo, look what I did!" Like I'm some sort of some sort of friggin' rock star, right? Question: Why do we do it? Well, let's face it: uh, social media feels good. Two reasons: It's a great distraction. When you're when you're in social media, you can feel like you're getting shit done even when you don't. And let's face it: It's a comfortable place to park your ass comfortable place to park your mind right don't have to face all the shit you need to learn how to do and the fact that you probably should get busy on it because it's not getting any better huh and then the other the other the other reason that you aren't concerned about moving anything in any direction even though it's beneficial to you is that when we accept where we are when you accept that you just well you know this is it honey we got the house car the kids and the dead or you know i can't wait till the house is paid off oh yeah it'll be another 15 20 years and you just sit there and you just become you and you don't move and there's no more aspirations, no more dreams. How do you, how do you muster the energy to actually say, you know what, I think this is stupid. She goes, what's stupid? I said, we've been living in this house for five years, right? And, and yeah, we've, we did that like everyone else. What next? What now? Come on, I need a little fuel. I need some energy. Fear. Fear is the reason you don't do it. It's scary to be different. I guarantee me, I've been different all my life. It's not scary for me. It's just the way it is. I realize that, you know, if you're the, like everyone else, you'll, you'll tend to harvest what everyone else harvests. I look at Orville Redenbacher. I'm not Orville Redenbacher. Orville Wright. And I can imagine, I mean, I can imagine completely, I can, I can empathize with them for the plight that they were in. Because think about it. Not only is it difficult for you to think at such a high level to the point you have an imagination for something the world can't see, but to also have to endure the ridicule of those around you who go, hey, this fucking dude's crazy. Those dudes are crazy, man. You, you need to have them committed. And the dad is like, he doesn't believe it. And the mom, they're like, oh, my God, you're the laughing stock, right? And then all of a sudden, guess what? They fly. That's, 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 where, that's where you have to kind of be if you're going to do what I'm talking about doing. And it doesn't have to be to that level. But there isn't any reason in the world you should be sitting still and show up at today in the same place as you did for the last 365. It just doesn't, I mean, it doesn't commute. What? What's the purpose, right? And, and of course, let's break this back down to talk about endurance. You don't think you're tough enough. You don't think you can do it. That's the story we tell ourselves. But the bottom line is, yes, you can. And how do I know that? Well, I don't know. Look what you're doing. You got up this morning when you did. Monday, hang, hung over, drank too much, ate too much. You're kind of getting fat, putting a little weight on. But you're going to go in there and you're going to put that shit together and you're going to put it on that job, like it or not. And then when you get done with that, you're going to do that long list of things for a very long time, and eventually you're going to hit the mark. And what is your current mark for existence? Oh, I'm going to retire. Yeah, I'm going to, I can't wait till I retire. I, well, I, my thing is this. If you're saying I can't wait until I retire, then don't wait. Because the only issue that you face with regard to when you retire is the plan you decide to follow. 
and I don't know if I pointed it out, I will again. The plan you're currently following says when I'm old and tired, that's when I get to start playing and having fun. Question, what does that actually look like? I've, I've lived it. I was 54 in Destin, Florida with my wife, and I'm looking around, and I'm seeing 65-year-olds who can't get up out of a beach chair abdomen so distended that they just can't move and when i talk to them they're very smart people engineers and doctors and bankers and all kinds of rich people right just hanging out and i ask them i say well what else are you doing oh no this is it i'm just i'm living the lap of luxury now you know what's wrong with that right that doesn't it doesn't work that way that's not how we're designed the only value, the true value, the dopamines come from acquisition, from the, the quest for the, for the next best thing, right? It's the planning and the coordination and the effort where we get all hyped up about. The idea of, of arrival, arrival's cool, but if you take a look at my history, it was all about the, it's all about the journey, right? I used to get criticized when you talk about that. And, but it takes endurance, right? And it takes endurance to continually push the envelope because every time you do, guess what happens? There's fear involved. There's the unknown involved. There's the obligation and the effort involved. And how do you push yourself past that stopping point? Well, the best way to do it is to establish a story, to envision a story in your mind that drives you to a goal that you just can't resist. That's the bottom line. I am indubitably the biggest liar in the world i lie to my ass all the time i do i'll tell myself chris you're the best man you are a a beast beast grandpa you your podcast is just on the verge of rocking and rolling it someone's going to pick it up and say man this dude is good does it matter whether it's real or not no what matters is the outcome because i view it as that and i i tout it as that continually i can keep doing it and that's not the only story wrapped around this. In my head, you know what's going on? What's going on in my head is that because of my life, because I have a blessed life, I have more blessings than I can ever imagine. That's part of the reason I'm here is because my cup is overflowing to the point that I got to tell somebody. That's all, that's all this is. I haven't asked you for shit. I'm just trying to spit it out and say, hey, look, you can do better. Right? You be tough. Don't let the world walk on you. Pick your path. Push down those walls. Do what you have to do to be a better version of yourself. The story I'm telling myself about it is this is, a, this is an opportunity given to me or an obligation given to me for my blessings. Can you imagine if I was right? Imagine if I'm right, if this, it turns out, hey, you see that guy that Chris Hulk is I didn't ever listen to? You know what? He was actually, uh, there was something, something weirdly amazing happened with his podcast once he died. All of a sudden, he was hailed as the all-knowing what? And, of course, that's hypothetical. I mean, you don't believe that for one minute. You're not believing anything I've said thus far. But it doesn't matter because my goal is to do what? It's to continue to show up here and make noise and share my story and reflect on life and, and maybe, maybe just along the way get you involved in something that's better than where you are right now, maybe get you excited about something that's more exciting than what you have going on. I mean, there's not really that much wrong with it, so that's a good thing. And then, of course, there's the other issue, and that is uh, the issue of moving in that direction. If you don't think about it, if you don't think about it, you're not going to do it. And let's just, just face it. I'm going to go look at your phone, open your phone, 
Now think about what you spend your time thinking about. How much time do you spend and what do you spend your time thinking about? Are you thinking about being debt-free? Are you spending all kinds of time doing research on how to be a better husband, a better partner, a better employee, how to advance your life, how to make more money or learn something you haven't learned? That takes endurance. It takes endurance to resist all the temptations in the world we have to not pay attention to us. And that's that brings up a final question before we call this thing a day, but it's Monday. I'm going to ask you this. Who is the most important person in the world? Who is the most important person in the world? If you don't know the answer, you're in trouble. The answer is it's you. Where all things come from, all things are born within you first. And if you're not rocking and rolling, if you're not engaged in life to the point that you continue to advance, it's not because you can't do it. It's because you're not, the path you're following, the story you're following doesn't have anything to do with where that, where that is. You're going to end up just like the people around you if you do exactly what the people around you do. And that's the bottom line. And how do you change it? I don't know. I'd open a book up. I'd listen to a podcast. I'd tell myself a story about how amazing my life could be if I was debt-free. I would talk about how amazing my relationship would be if me and my partner just decided to actually rock and roll it like we should. And more importantly, like we can, because it's really not that hard. All it is is, you know, honey, I've decided something. I've decided. I've decided I'm going to be kind to you. Can you imagine how your relationship would change if every night when you go to bed, you turn to your partner and you, you profess your commitment to them that you promise to be kind and considerate. And then you wake up in the morning and those are the same things you think about all day. Do you know how, how impressed she would be? She'd be like, just the fact that you took the time to say it, right? It's that easy. And what is the hurdle as a, if you're a tough guy, if you're a tough kid, if you have the endurance for battle, what does that require? It's simple. It requires you thinking about it every day. Not, not, not rocket science. I mean, I'm just, I dare you. I do. I dare you. I dare you to start looking at life in the format that you need to. And that is how is this benefiting me and how can I harvest more from it with regard to energy and excitement? I mean, Maybe you should grab a hold of your partner's hand and say, hey, let's go walking. Let's go get to get to know each other again. You know how she's going to freak out? All of a sudden, you give something up you're doing, or you actually just start acting interested in her again. You're like, honey, the kids, they can stay here. We're just going to go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. She'd be like, what? Who the hell are you? She'd be calling the cops. She'd be telling the cops, hey, listen, I think aliens took my husband. Because he, he, didn't, he didn't come home and start drinking right away. He grabbed my hand. He grabbed some water. He said, let's go for a walk. Oh, my God, hurry. I mean, think about it. Think about how that would feel, right? That's all we're that's all we're talking about here. It's as simple as that. And why aren't you doing it? Well, you don't really like her that much. You don't he don't really like you that much, right? You're not really getting along that much. Why do you suppose that is? Oh my god, oh my god, it's because you don't know how to talk to each other. You don't have a standard by which you function. You haven't established a rule that's required. That be in that conversation every night to be kind to each other, to be helpful to each other, to strive to make each other's life easier. I mean, that's really simple. You know, I've gotten, I found something out. Here's a little trick for you guys. If you don't want to get dishpan hands, here's a little trick for you. Do you know how much more value I bring to my relationship when I walk in the kitchen, there's dishes and I do them? You think about how difficult it is for my wife to be in love with me. 
when she's hurting or she's sick and I'm over there rubbing her back and every 10 or 15 minutes I'm over there asking her if there's anything she can get, I can get for her. That's what we're talking about here. But you've got to get past the hurdles. What's the hurdle? What are the hurdles in that situation? Because if there was any, if there was any place that you can actually rock and roll your life and see massive gain in your life as a whole, it's by solidifying your connection to your partner, by establishing some ground rules and an image for where your relationship is going that causes you to work together. What does that look like? Just start talking. You just got to have some rules. No more yelling. If you're drinking, we don't talk about shit. If you start talking about stuff, I'm putting my headphones on. Leave me alone, right? No yelling. You don't get to call me names. I have the right to walk out of the house. You don't have to call the cops. No hitting, no biting, no no screwing around on each other. It's, I mean, it's pretty simple, right? And then you start learning why you feel the way you do, and you start taking ideas from other people about, about their relationships and about how they make it work. And you test it, and if it doesn't work, no harm, no fail. But you got to keep that image of how good it's going to be when you get there. I mean, and that is the, that's the truth. That's the source of action right there. That's the source of, of motivation. When you actually have an idea in your head, you can see it. You're like, oh, and then you get little glimpses of it. That's the cool part, right? I don't know if getting there is as amazing as the, as the trip there because when my wife and I were rocking and rolling and we were trying to figure all this out and I started listening to Brene Brown, um, and my life started to change, I would interact differently with her. And all of a sudden, I see these glimpses of the life we were about to live, a life where she says, you know, I don't like that. Instead of me getting all defensive, I say, well, what, what, are, you, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? I want to hear what you have to say. I need to make sure that I'm a good partner to you, that, that any decision I make is the best decision for both of us, that we both feel heard, right? And, of course, somebody, well, you pussy whipped. Well, eh, don't think so. I'm a team player. And I, got, I, I made a commitment to one of my, to my, my partner, and I said, well, you know what? We're going to do this good together, and I'm not going to make you work hard at all. And, and if you'll do the same for me and, and you'll love me more than yourself and I'll do the same for you, I, I think we can do some shit. Does this whole, all this conversation have to do with tough kids? Any endeavor that you pursue, the fear that you have when you get a new idea and you go ahead and move forward on it, the added re, uh, resources and the struggle that you face and, and the extra effort of changing your life, no matter what it is, it all starts with the same basic principle, and that is before you can be it, you got to think it. you gotta, you got to be able to see it. And there are going to be things in your way. So there will always be things in your way. The question is, you have a good enough reason to push through them. Listen, guys, I'll tell you what, if you're not raising tough kids, if you're not raising kids that are able to stand on their own two feet, and I'm not talking about bullies, I'm talking about young men and women who aren't afraid to speak to other people, other adults, other people, and understand how to manage and are learning and continuing to grow on how to manage their lives to where they become independent. You're probably probably making a mistake you might want to reevaluate where it's going to take you just my opinion i know i can say it because i've got all that experience with it hope you have a wonderful day don't forget to launch every action every choice from a platform of kindness it'll change your life it'll make your life better and it'll change the world make the world a better place my name is chris hawkins it's your best life defined thank you for tuning in have a wonderful day